Can we get copy striked by the chain? We absolutely can. <laughs> we absolutely can. Don't tempt it. No, no. I mean, there's been enough activity on our YouTube channel now where the bots are going like, "Oh, we can copyright this." The porn bots are out, and they uh, hey! and the. Uh, it's even funnier that the porn bots are not linking to porn. The porn bots are linking to Donald Trump videos. Oh god, that's a weird fetish. I'm, I'm like, that, no. is, that is that is strange. I mean, that's like, weird. It's very weird. No kink shaming, okay? I will not. No kink shaming if you if you're into Donald porn. I'm not, I'm not going to endorse it in any way, shape, or form. But that even that's a stretch for fetishists. I mean, it's it's weirdish. But like, they're like, yeah, thirty six fifteen link here, banana, 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 and then it's just like Trump and Pence for president. I'm like, this is weird. <laughs> Once again, James, why did you click on this? Well, for science, I need to know where the porn bots are sending us. It's it's very important. <laughs> so good morning, everyone. Welcome. To the Game One Pleasure podcast. I am Lud Teammaker, aka Will McKellar. Joining me as always, creating more happy accidents as he goes, it's James Atkinson. Good morning, everybody. Uh, if you are playing bingo today, that is porn checked off the mark. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and actually, Ding. politics, too. Degeneracy and politics have, have been checked off. Uh, th- <laughs> so check that off. <laughs> You've already got two. <laughs> And joining us, ready to go this morning, it is Chris Hugelman. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. There is another cup of coffee awaiting this coffee night. <laughs> oh, nice. Just have you hooked up on a drip. Just get you in there that way. Yeah, just just, just, just inject it right into my veins, everybody. That's just the best way to do it. Let's go a little more center with that. And today Next. I'm playing ISO Mounting Simulator. Oh yeah, I got that. I get that. I get that reference. <laughs> I do. <laughs> so uh, what ISO, do we have? ISOs oh, are digital copies of CDs and programs. So by him saying ISO mounting, he's probably taking digital programs that he has from his other computer and uploading them and installing them on his new computer. I don't have a new computer yet. I'm prepping. Yeah. Oh, oh, so he's creating oh, digital copies of programs so that he can install them easily. Mm. Oh, I get you. I get you. Right. Well, in this case, it's operating systems. I have like five in mind. <laughs> Another Windows, uh, Windows Ten. <laughs> Windows XP. Only one of them is Windows Ten. Oh god. A couple. Uh, couple Linux. Windows okay. is easily the the currently the best uh, for gaming. Mm, There's right. no two ways about that. It's it's just the most widespread platform. Yeah. But. Some games run better on Linux. True. And also, uh, Adobe products have a tendency to be more stable on Mac. Uh, also true. Ergo, I'm putting everything on this tower. <laughs> I have two solid state, two half gig solid state drives. <laughs> I, I'm operates. pulling out the stops <laughs> for operating systems. Nice. <laughs> so, 
What do we have on in store for you today? Well, we have a, a few bits of news for the content dump. Then the usual what we've been playing, and I will show you something before we finish off. Oh yes, I think you will like it, and it's it's to you guys as well as to us. So I will I will I will let you wait and see what that is. But on with the news then, and it's time for some Jeff Keeley. Yay! It's time for some Jeff Keeley with his uh, opening night live from uh, Gamescom, which I keep thinking it's 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 one night live. I don't know why. Brilliant. It's almost like I'm, I'm going for like a Saturday night live short of shit. <laughs> for far worse. It wasn't a bad show. There were some weird bits in it, but like, it, there was like like the like random we need to get our IGN sponsorship part in, but like overall, it was. It was all right. It was pretty okay. Like, Jeff mixed up a few times, but the trailers were good. Like, there was there was some decent there was some decent content to it. Um, we got to see Dragon Age people doing this. <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> I we we what. We also saw Ratchet and Clank, which is nice. It was the it was the same thing that we saw last time, but uncut. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was gameplay. To, they're like, we're gonna shoot you new gameplay, and it's just like it's it's the same the same gameplay, just a bit more shootouts. Yeah, it's like, come yeah. on, come on, guys, come, sort it out. Sony, Sony, come <laughs> on. Um, we got the WoW uh, Shadowlands release date. Mm -hmm. Which I think is kind of the big that's that's a big push of legitimacy in in my mind for the for this uh, for this thing, because that's Blizzard and Blizzard announcing it at this conference versus doing it on their own shows you that either Blizzard is really desperate or this is has enough really legitimacy. Desperate. I'm thinking it's it's five of one, half a dozen of the other. Or six of yeah. one, half a dozen of the other. No, five of one because let's be honest, that's how Blizzard counts their numbers. It's six. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, and also the fact with BlizzCon not being a thing this year with everything going on, if they've had a bit of news, they might as well actually, you know, suck it up and actually show it somewhere else rather yeah. than actually happen for them. Um, yep. I watched pretty much all of it. Um, mm -hmm. Nothing really stuck out to me, though. Like, there was nothing that, like, made me go... Like, I'm glued to this. Yeah, well, th there was one thing for me that was nostalgia, young me, coming out of this one. Um, I mean, Little Nightmares 2 looks nice. Uh, I, I was looking forward to that anyway. Ratchet and Clank, you know, for us seeing it again, it still looks like it'll be a fun game to play. It looks very, um, it looks very good, mm -hmm. but it also looks like a, pl a launch title game, doesn't yes. it? Doesn't it look yes. like like a, a console launch game? It looks like they've pushed. They're like they're showing off all the graphics, but it doesn't look like they've pushed really the console to its limits yet. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, it a knack. You it almost yeah. It, well, it's, it's a safe play. It's what. And it someone pointed out. Someone pointed out on Twitter, and I have a. I actually having to agree with him slightly. Now we're just saying that loading screens will be gone. There'll be a figure to pass. When we get these new consoles. Yeah. <laughs> right? Now. Nope. 
Now, did you notice the one thing that was pointed out to me was when Ratchet and Clank were going between dimensions, between portals, that's your loading screen right there. Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> it's like, oh yeah. Hey. I I had a um I had a I, I had a guy I was watching a streamer while this was going on, he was commenting on it. But then they said no loading screens during all of Ratchet and Clank. And he goes, Don't test me. With the amount I will die in this game, I will test that theory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it, yeah, Ratchet and Clank looks good. I didn't think that Fall Guys Season 2 there would be, like, the big lead. Like, they, Jeff Keighley was like, and Fall Guys Season 2, 2, 2, 2, 2. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Fall Guys Season 2. <laughs> like, that's all he mentioned. It's like, and a new PlayStation 5 release title. Which, did we see? Like, an exclusive. Um, that Unknown 9, I think that was. Oh, yeah. Which... Yeah. Which was a teaser. It was a, even a tease of a teaser. Yeah. Once again, I mean, Star Wars looks quite fun, but it's Star Wars and yeah, Lego and nothing really new from Lego. Um, the one thing though that I I did set me off and go ooh about, and I did hear rumblings of this earlier in the week, was Turrican, an absolute classic from my childhood. Returns are a set of pricey, apparently, according to uh, Eurogamer, 30th anniversary anthologies. So they're coming, it looks like, in two volumes. Volume 1 will include the Amiga versions of Turrican 1 and 2. Okay. The, the Snares Super Turrican and its director's cut, and the Mega Drive Turrican score attack. Uh, whereas number 2 will include Turrican 3, the Mega Drive's Mega Turrican, its director's cut, plus the SNES Super Turrican 2 and Super Turrican 1 score attack. Which is nice. Uh, but they're coming to Switch and PlayStation 4. Um, apparently, they're going to be around about €35 Euros each. So, probably around about £35 pounds here. Maybe about $40 there. And you can get like ultra collection editions and editions and st such and such with statues and all those gubbins. But Turrican! It's fucking Turrican! This game was awesome back in the day. Whether it still will be or not, it's a different story. But hey, you know, no no date when. But, you know, pre order stuff is there, blah, blah, blah. Um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm that, that, that was like, ooh. Apart from that, uh, the show C minus. Yeah, I mean, I had, what what have been my my two criterias for all of these shows? Dates and gameplay. That's all I've cared about. Dates and gameplay. Mm -hmm. We got dates and gameplay, but they just weren't for games that I was super into. Um, my 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 favorite moment of the entirety of the stream was game of the show being cyberpunk 2077 and them not showing anything about cyberpunk 2077 mm -hmm. they're like cut to ign game of the show cyberpunk 2077 i'm like great we're gonna see some cyberpunk and we didn't see any cyberpunk and i'm like how how does how do uh, jeff 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 come on my man that's like, the weird thing about gamescom and they it's with, with this opening night live, they've done this twice now. 
where you go give an award for game of the show this that, and the other for categories at the start of it rather than at the end when people have had a chance to fucking look at it or or even crazier than all of this is that why are you giving game awards to a game like it in the convention atmosphere that isn't even a convention it's literally a show yeah it's like like dude you're like it's game of the show i'm like and where are people being able to look at this where's the cyberpunk booth where people can go oh wait we can't the only the only developer right now that has a gate that has any showroom that you can go to is devolver digital because they literally made a game about going to a gaming convention and looking at all their games in the booth they meted the shit out of it yeah <laughs> and even then when when the e3 was over well e3 dates are over they just went yeah that's just done <laughs> there is an indie booth that's a virtual one that um J-Dub, you know, friend of the community, he was he was part of, he streamed a part of it on Thursday. You know, and it was a game called Spinch. And it is a virtual booth where you can walk around this little set and then play the demos from it. But yeah, you can't I I, I just don't get this 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 bullshit that they're doing with these awards. At the start of the show is it, this is, is it just like jeff keely's just like we need awards like jeff we don't we need awards See, on this one i don't even think it was jeff keely i think it's gamescom that does this an ign trying to make themselves look relevant yeah it was like the like and now here's our ad sponsor break for ign hello everybody and i'm like i'm blah 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 and she says it like i'm supposed to know who she is and i'm like who 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 is you so you're not Naomi Kyle. I don't know you. <laughs> I just, yeah. I mean, the only place I saw any anything cyberpunk wise was in the pre-show show thing. That was the IGN channel on YouTube showing the adverts, the trailers for it. And that was it. If you want to see cyberpunk news, watch the Night Cities. Uh, Night City One is meh. Night City Two is pretty good you get a lot of info in night city 2 backgrounds guns gameplay um night city 1 the best part of that one is just like the music and the guy talking about like having to become like like change his vocal style and his accent to sing as johnny silverhand which i thought was interesting and like how like honest he is about it and like like the producer they're working with he's like he's kind of a dick (laughs) But it, I thought artistically that was cool. But like, if you want like gameplay shit, fucking the second one, those guns, man, those fucking yeah. guns. Um, yeah, but Gamescom, it was a thing. I, it still <laughs> is a thing. It's on right now. Um, but yeah, I don't. It's where are the dates? Where is the you know where where is the stuff? Uh, we know X. We know it's gonna be November for the consoles. But we are what two months away now. We still yep, don't. Na- we still don't know dates. We still don't know prices. I mean, they're playing and, it pretty fucking close to the vest at this point. Uh, and I understand the, the the whole argument of oh well, but if you're wanting a console that bad, you'll save up for it early anyway. Yeah, but how much do you know? Do you know how much you need to save? We don't. <laughs> I think the sooner you give the prices, the better, because 
in 2020, people are a little bit more cash limited than previous years. Yeah. This is an unprecedented time. The, the worst thing you can do is drag things along. I have to believe at this point, there, it's either two things. It's either there's a blinking match between Sony and and, and uh, Xbox, kind mm. of checking saying who's going to go first. <laughs> or, that's them now. Yeah, that's <laughs> them now. I'm, I, that's that's uh, yeah, Spencer calling me right now to, to yell at me. Um, no, it's either that or there's problems in production and they don't know how many they're going to be able to get out. And they're like really being like, do we need to push these dates back? Because we haven't had factories running for like a couple of months and that's slowed the production down. Or, you know, does everybody remember when Taiwan a few years ago, like six years ago, Taiwan got hit by a hurricane and like was devastated and like shut down for like a month? It was about like six years ago. Yeah. Um, I remember this because we were working in Staples and um hard drive. Yeah, hard drives and I got affected, didn't they? Yeah. You couldn't you couldn't get a hard drive because Taiwan like is like sixty percent of the hard drives in the world come from Taiwan. And you're like, you can't find a fucking hard drive. Just like you can't find a racing wheel right now. Because you it, it was difficult. Like, you know, a racing wheel, the racing wheel I wanted to get was was the Logitech G twenty nine was like you before 20 before 2020 it was like 200 quid but 200 bucks that wheel now is like 350 if you can find it so it's the, that changed why i did to buy the wheel i did by the way i'm happy with it it's a lot of fun but it just gives you an idea like that like that may be a problem we may be running into production issues and these companies are probably saying oh shit We've got this huge thing, and I think if you if you just came out and said, "Listen, production issues. We have to push the relaunches back till January 2021," and I think everybody would be like, the gaming community will probably be there'll be the toxic minority goes, "You guys are assholes," blah 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 blah. But I think the majority of us are gonna go, well, "Yeah, that makes sense. Like we understand companies do this kind of stuff. It happens." Like. We should all be calm and be like, yay. And I think that's also why, and if you look at Xbox's strategy, they're talking backwards compatibility, backwards compatibility, backwards compatibility, because then they're just like, if the console ends up being late, well, we got you all these backwards compatible games you can play now, and then you can play them for free with your Game Pass when you upgrade. Yeah, it's something, something needs to actually happen. And I need to shit or get off the pot. Yeah. Wherever it, at the moment, I think is the best. My name is James Atkinson, and this has been my TED Talk. <laughs> <laughs> so James's weekly conspiracy theories at this point. We can make a new segment. So it's no longer James's soapbox. It's James's conspiracy theories. Because, and this leads into the next uh, story we have. And that was something that, that Gia has actually said in the chat, which is kind of handy. Gio sent me a message on Facebook um, earlier in the week, and it was basically an email he got from Sony saying, would you like to pre-order a spot, an interesting intent of pre-ordering a PlayStation 5 from us? Mm -hmm. No prices, 
no dates. I went to look on there because I thought if it's a decent price, I'll pre-order one now for myself. So then it's all done. So then I can have a time slot. I don't need to rush into a queue. I don't need to rush into a website going down. Perfect. Sorted. First thing I went to check was the FAQ. Now, I could get one. However, I would need a US address. So it, the, the actual bit was just for US only, just which is like great. Address. Yeah. Just ship it over <laughs> and, I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like looking at going, yeah, okay, yeah, that, that that's typical. And then being be, sitting back and realizing, so, hang on, you want me to interest in pre-ordering a pre-order slot? Now, granted, that means it's coming soon. So in hopefully in the next couple of weeks, if they're doing this, the pre-order bit's going to go. You know what they're doing? Showing interest and in interest. How many they're people want it? They're taking a census. Mm -hmm. How many people want this? And they're going to match it up to how many units they can produce by that time and see if they actually have enough. Because yeah. we may see... And this may be unprecedented. Now, people, once again, James's conspiracy corner. Um, we may see direct it, it only being able for the, at least the first couple months direct purchase only from Sony. If they don't have enough, they may just say buy it straight from us because we're the that's the only way you can do it right now. I don't know what their orders look like. I don't know what their retail orders look like, but it may just say like, you know, we've we've we've. We've said we'd fulfill this many to this many retailers. That's all the orders we're taking, and then the rest of it has to be fulfilled from us until we get up to production again. Yeah. And that's what they're doing. They're taking a census. They're basically saying, how many people want this? Can we fill that need? And I wouldn't be surprised if you get one in, in, as, as a British, UK, Europe. They may do it for all the regions. I'm pretty sure that may have already happened for Japan, too, to gauge interest so they can kind of say globally, where do we need to divert numbers? Yeah. Because why else would you do a pre-order for the pre-order? Yeah, it's... <laughs> it's like um, when um, NFL teams, some of them went to PC, PLCs, mm -hmm. which was like you had to pay for the licensing to have a seat, a season ticket seat, and then you'd had to pay for the seat. So it's like you, you're basically saying... I have intent to have season tickets, but then they wouldn't guarantee you what season ticket seats you would get. But you were like saying, I want to have season tickets. Yeah, like when they send out for the international games. And they send out for that. It's like, here's a list of the games. Do you want to get season ticket for all of them? Or do you want a certain one? And then they start, they start allocating that way. And even mm -hmm. though they cannot guarantee the numbers. And it's like, oh, okay. So, yeah. Or cup matches for soccer clubs, you know. If you're a season ticket holder, and you're gonna go, and you know they go and they play in, you know, the FA Cup, you know, you're raffled in to get those tickets because you're a season ticket holder. You may not be guaranteed it, but all I can say is it's gonna be weird. But Cyberpunk comes in out in November, and as long as they didn't do that, I'm I'm glad that like at this point Cyberpunk is just rickrolling us about Cyberpunk. Because bastards. Hey, it, it means like I when we see I saw a Cyberpunk announcement and I got worried like oh god they're changing the date again and when it's Rick Ashley's Rick rolling I'm like okay so like if we're at the point where they're Rick rolling us things must be going well enough in production. 
yeah, it must be at the point where it really is ready to go. And I've heard, um, I've heard people saying that CG Project Red has confirmed that Cyberpunk will be like The Witcher Three in that there will be layers of free DLC that come out after release. Nice, because fucking CG Project Red. Mm -hmm. Here's the question, yeah. though: Can you get a Geralt haircut? <laughs> That'd be awesome. They need to have. They need to have that. They need to have that. I want the Geralt what? voice pack. Mm -hmm. Oh, Doug Cockle is talking to Johnny Silverhand. <sighs> oh. It's just. It's just me. Two guys grunting at each <laughs> other the entire time. Just. <sighs> 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 Minecraft. <laughs> well, you're about to say fuck a lot more because we were just talking about DLC, right? We're talking about free DLC. Do you know what isn't free DLC? What isn't free DLC? The extra characters for Marvel's Avengers game coming out. All right. Get this, James. I've, I've already got the reaction from Chris, and it's pretty much what I think a lot of people are saying. Each Marvel character have, will have its own battle pass, starting at ten bucks each. Okay. Are the characters <laughs> paid for or free? Let's have a look. Right. Okay. Uh, in a Olympian complex post which Square Enix details how the game manages gear and cosmetics, the $10 passes called Hero Challenge Cards allow players to earn resources, units, credits, and cosmetics for completing in-game challenges. Okay. So the DLC characters, I imagine you will be buying them as part of it. So if 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 these if it's if you're telling me a character is coming for 10 bucks and it's mm -hmm. a battle pass and the character. Okay. That, then, then if it's like, not, yeah. if it's not, it sounds it's like scummy, but still, if it's scummy, <laughs> but like okay, I can kind of let that fly, right? Because like you're getting a character and a battle pass for the character, for that, yeah, thing, that makes sense. If not, I'm going to quote a Rick and Morty meme here. Um, Rick and Morty meme here. It just sounds like DLC with more steps. Character, it's like you know, the first hit's free, but all the cool stuff comes later. By the way, has anybody else played the Avengers demo? Did anybody else play it? No. I I, f I was having a hard time putting my finger on what it was, and I finally figured out what the Avengers demo reminds me of. Ready for this? Mm -hmm. It's it's Avengers Warframe. Warframe. Yeah, because. <laughs> All your powers are based on the characters you play. You right. level them up and you unlock those powers. Um, the gear and stuff you get doesn't show on the character, but just enhances certain abilities. So, like, you go into an area and it's like, oh, this is cryo, so I'll equip my cryo set. Um, there's just tons of, like, pickups for, like, enhancing the, the gear for power-ups. But there's 80,000 different, like, types of unit stuff, pickup stuff. There's, like, nano machines, like some whatever power units and that kind of stuff like warframe and you just kind of like go into an open map and you have repeat missions in the same maps doing different things and different stuff pops up it's like fucking warframe but with avengers characters and geo saying he has to double check believe those uh cards that are for fast unlocks instead of earning it 
So the lazy person. Okay. All right. All right. All right. right. Okay. So if if it means that you're if you're spending ten dollars to buy the unlocked battle pass, Mm -hmm. then I don't give a shit. Because if it means I get the character and I get the battle pass and I have to earn my way through this stuff to get it, because by the way, like I I when I played it, I played the Avengers things. Every character had a battle pass. But the thing is, there was no, like, two tiers. There was one tier. And it was just, like, the more you played the, that character, the more, exper- the more like, that battle pass unlocked by doing mission-specific stuff. So they gave you, like, daily missions where, like, the Hulk, you had to, like, get 100 kills by hulking out. And then, like, yeah. get 30 kills by, like, grabbing an enemy and hitting other enemies with it. Because the Hulk can do that. And it was, like, that unlocked experience on the battle pass. And it, get you, and it got you, like, some units. And it got you a cosmetic. I was like, okay, that makes sense. There's no two levels. It didn't pay for this. It's just like, then obviously there was like spend in-game currency to unlock X level, you know, because that happens now. And I was like, okay, so spend money to unlock levels or do the daily missions and slowly unlock it. Fine. Not paying for the battle pass. That's how they're doing it. I'm okay with this. And it's just cosmetic and like cosmetics, icon cards, and that's about it. Nothing game breaking. Mm-hmm. If it's paying to do that, then I I don't give a shit. People want to pay ten dollars; they can pay fucking ten dollars for that stuff. If I get Spider Man, and Spider Man's Battle Pass, and I just have to play it to unlock it, then I then I don't care. Because once again, when it comes to these Battle Pass situations, and I think we've we've been very clear, at least I've been very clear over the years, my thoughts on it, which is, um, if it doesn't ruin my enjoyment of the game, if somebody wants to go and spend two thousand dollars on it. That's their problem, not my problem. But, like, because I don't, I don't have to do that. I don't have to participate in that if I don't want to. Granted, it's also we have the whole thing about people with gambling addiction and blah blah blah, wanting to advance quicker and that it's a drain on that. Yes, that is a problem. But I think at this point, the majority, the battle passes and this stuff is so out there and it's been so in there that most gamers are savvy enough to recognize it and most veteran games are savvy enough to recognize it and understand what it is and don't get caught into it hi my name is james welcome to my second ted talk (laughs) (laughs) so geo is saying yeah from what you've read your base characters would have their battle passes and so while dlc ones will have theirs locked and need to unlock them so you have to pay for the battle pass for the for the DLC characters, or you have to unlock the levels of the battle pass to unlock the DLC. Kit. So that's that's where it gets murky. Hmm. This is the this, yeah. So we'll have to see. Um, but yeah, for those of you wondering, Marvel Avengers is literally just Avengers Warframe. Because here's the thing: Formula One, the game that we play, has a battle pass system. It does. And there's two tiers of it. You could use your coins that you you can earn. It's the same like Fortnite. Fortnite does the same thing. Fall guys. Fall guys. Yeah, fall guys. But yeah. the, at the same time, I look at the F1 one. What are the things you get in F1? Liveries? Skins. Liveries yeah, skins. and skins coins. for your driver. And then coins that you can use to then pay. I think they actually made it like if you do the full battle pass, you get enough coins to buy the next battle pass. Yeah, because I've already done it. <laughs> I'm not through season one. I've already got reached that that maximum level. Yeah. So, like, 
And once again, with F1, that's not if you go a multiplayer in F1 and you've done battle pass and like you have a guy who's done battle pass versus a guy doing not doing battle pass, that doesn't affect how you do no. in the race. Um, because everybody's an asshole in multiplayer online for F1. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah. Looking at you, Nicholas Latifi. By the way, how is it feeling qualifying 19th today? He follows us, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nicholas Latifi. But, and George Russell, you know, letting the uh, the Ferraris out in there. That was nice in Q2. Yeah, I, I saw that. I saw that getting 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 them well done well done um yeah no it was um so yeah so i mean my opinion is is slowly slowly sort of simmering down with battle pads and stuff it's like do i think they're a waste of money when they should be part of the game totally rather than earned that way yes you know because they used to be they used to be in that way is it a better it's, alternative than loot boxes? Yes. Yeah. Is it still money and cash grabbing? Yes. Yep. <laughs> um, am I okay with battle passes being in games? Yes. I'm okay with that because the difference between battle passes and loot boxes, and here's the big kicker here, battle passes at least show you what you're going to get and earn. There's no chance involved. So you can make the conscious decision of like, is this worth my money because I want to get X? Mm -hmm. And the other thing about battle passes is that if you don't, if you do play through the free version of it and then decide you want to upgrade, you don't have to go back and play through the levels again. You just unlock the stuff that would be that because you can be like, I hit the max. What could be like, I hit max level in the battle pass. I want the stars, stars and stripes uh, jumpsuit for my driver hat and gloves. So I'm going to spend the coins to get that because I've already unlocked it and it's just now mine now. So there's no chance involved in battle passes. It's is it a perfect system? No, because we're still grabbing for money. But at least it's there. And once again, if you told me that Warframe had a battle pass, I would be a hundred percent on board with Warframe being a battle pass. You want to know why? Because Warframe is free. Yeah. And I think that makes it easier to digest. You know, if you're if you've got a battle pass where you can pay for stuff, if the game you bought you got was free, because they do need to make their money somehow. Yeah, I just think it's a little bit more sort of cheeky if you're spending upwards of sixty dollars, sixty and and next gen seventy dollars, and it's there, and they want you to spend potentially hundred and fifty dollars extra on top of that. I just think that's a bit cheeky. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> battle passes dlcs microtransactions we've talked about them to death uh yeah so was... and also avengers my two cents on that game uh get it for 39.99 it's not really a 60 dollar game it's like a 40 dollar game um because it is it is avengers warframe but the combat is fun the characters are interesting enough uh and the production quality is there um, and the other thing too, is that like, they have kind of a meant, I think somewhere in there, they mentioned ultimate. So it allows all these characters to be different because it's technically the ultimate universe, not the Marvel cinematic universe. So for me, that was like, when they said that my brain made that disconnection and we're like, okay, this isn't MCU. This is Marvel ultimate universe. 
okay, this can be different. I can live with this now. Yeah. Um, I also just want to play Captain America and Spider-Man. So, uh, apparently this Geo has sent us a bit from VG247 breaking Oh god, it's porn. No, it's not porn. (laughs) (laughs) Geo, not again, Geo. (laughs) Every time. Every goddamn time. Hang on, I I should have done this. So any content purchasable with real money in the game will be aesthetic only editions. So I should have done this. Let me open it. God damn it. Now, my co-hosts couldn't hear that. But all of you listening on the audio version of the show, enjoy. You didn't go sloppy, did you? (laughs) No, no, I played the Pornhub intro. Ah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> the baseline and drum bit. Such a good opener. It is. It's, it's, it's out sm- next week. It's smart. Yeah, it's out next week. September 4th. Wow. Think still about, not going to get it. Yeah, I'm still not going to get it. But think about like the games that have just come out recently uh, for, for us. Uh, Control came out on Steam yesterday. Uh, by the way, yeah. buy it. It's $31. And you get... Everything, all the DLCs, all the extended content. That game is worth thirty-one bucks, and it looks super pretty. Um, Wasteland Three came out on Friday. Yeah, which was a huge, which is a big CRPG, fully voice acted. On September first, uh, Crusader Kings Three comes out from Paradox. Uh, their next DLC machine. By the way, DLC. If you want to talk DLC, Paradox does DLC like nobody else does DLC. Um, and then Marvel Avengers on September fourth. So four titles that like I would buy. I mean, I bought Control. I want to buy Wasteland, and I want to buy Crusader Kings, and I want. I'm tempted on Avengers, but like for me, it's either forty bucks or Spider Man. Because I want to play that through that entire game as Spider-Man. And it really depends on who voices Spider-Man too. Like, that's a big deal to me. Because, like, I grew up with 90s Spider-Man. Where, like, you know, he's getting thrown through the wall by Doc Ock. But he's like, he can give up any time now. <laughs> I want young, goofy Peter Parker. Aye, aye. Yes, aye. Because um, that cartoon of that was brilliant in the nineties. It did not age well. It really did not age well. I do, I, I do not suggest going back and watching it. Um, but at least it wasn't seventies Spider Man, you know. Stuff. You, 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 you. <laughs> so, so let us get let us get on to what we've been playing uh, this past week. And Chris, seeing as we have pretty much overtaken the show so far. You, sir, what have you been playing? Not a big deal. Uh, I've been playing a little bit of uh, Valorant. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little bit of uh, Elder Scrolls Online, as per the norm. Uh, some Minecraft. I've started Minecraft Mondays, which are now immediately on hiatus while I... Uh, 
kind of go back and forth between setting up and priming my new PC. Uh, <laughs> talk about brilliant timing. I may actually still run it um, this Monday. Uh, but I've been prepping my new tower, which oh, it is a juicy, juicy monster. It is an abomination. It is a terror to behold. I picked up a uh, 1070 Ti, or a 2070 Ti, a, um, an i9 10th gen, 64 gigs of RAM, two solid state hard drives, which are going to have two separate operating systems set up. I'm basically quad booting my computer. Because I have two... Actually, I have three um, distributions of... Uh, what's it called? Linux set up. I have Solace, Element, and Debian. Uh, I have Debian set up for basically server running. So there will be some things where I want to run servers for people. And I intend to play the games that are on those servers. So I need a machine that is strong enough to do both. And, uh, yeah, I'm nice. just pretty hype. Cool. Okay, James, would you like to go next, me or Mike? Sorry, I'm, I'm reading more about this Avengers stuff, because I'm looking at the official blog post here, and I'm kind of doing some quick and dirty math. So uh, we want to oh. reward players for their time, so you activate... So once you activate pre, all right. So uh, when we introduce new hero challenge cards post launch, the cost to activate premium rewards will be a thousand credits. Thousand. So five hundred credits costs five dollars. Right. So six characters. Uh, at ten dollars a pop. So sixty bucks. Sixty bucks plus uh, mm -hmm. Hawkeye. Seventy bucks. Yeah. Uh, and then goes on from there. So then any other characters from then, another 10, another 10, another 10. Okay, so here's, so, so here's, here, let's, let's read it. Let me read you through all of this before I finish up. When activated the premium hero challenge card rewards for six starting series at launch, you can, so you can uh, earn and enjoy all the content across 40 tiers for free. When we introduce hero challenge card for post-launch heroes, the cost to activate will be a thousand credits. We want to reward players for their time, so once you activate the premium rewards card for the hero challenge card for a thousand credits, you can earn everything on the card, including more credits. If you have completed all the challenges on your hero card, not only will you earn back your thousand credit activation cost, but all the content you've earned of a value of over 12,500 credits. Remember, these rewards do deliver fun in-game cosmetic enhancements and other effects, but they do not provide gameplay advantages. Hero challenge cards do not rotate, will not be retired, so once you've activated premium rewards, there's no time limit or risk on spending your focus between heroes. That being said, if you're in a hurry, you can buy skips to get through them faster. So, if you're diligent, you only need to spend 10 bucks once. Because mm -hmm. by completing it, you get refunded your thousand credits, and then you can use that to unlock the next hero's battle pass. And it's not a true battle pass because they're not ever changing. They're staying. Yeah. Okay. Is it still bad? 
kinda. But I think the fact that you're able to get the react, you're able to get the thousand dollars back. They built that into the system, and you're able to kind of pay that in. You focus that in, and I think if you buy a collector's edition of this game, you get like a thousand credits as part of it. So it's built-in cost. Sorry, I I had to go. My 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 job brain had to kick in here for a little bit. Oh, that's cool. That's cool because the, at the end of the day, if we can give people as much information as possible and the right information, then all the better. Yes, yes. This is this is what we do here for you. We want you to be informed consumers. Informed consumers are the best kind. Uh, access pre-purchase Marvel outfits and nameplates and beta access seventy-two hours. Uh, they don't say if they give you any credits or not. Okay. Anyways, uh, what mm. have I been playing? Yeah. Uh, I've been playing uh, TED Talk Manager 2020 today. Um, <laughs> uh, on top of that, uh, I've actually played some games. I've played three games. Uh, I have played Control. Uh, episode Gosh. one is out. Episode one and two are out now on the YouTube to TGWPIS at YouTube. Um, I have played, uh, or sorry, three game, four games. Oh my god! Actually, more than more than one. Uh, I have gotten back into an old MMO. It's a classic. I've had it for years. I've been putting off going back to it, but I finally decided. You know what? I want to sink my time into something that could be fun. And I've burned my bridges on two other MMOs. So this is the really the only one of the two other big boys that I can go back to. And that's Guild Wars 2. So. Um, nice. They've, they've redone the leveling, the early game leveling progression. Um, I guess the nice thing about Guild Wars is it's something you can always go back to. And there's always fresh content. There's always kind of other stuff going on there. I'm just having fun running around. Because, like, part of Guild Wars is that, like, there aren't really quests... But, like, I started an event today where I, like, walked into a new area. And they're like, oh, help these guys find, you know, a, a thief around the garrison. So I helped them out, captured the guy. The, like, the enemy NPC fought him, captured him, brought him back to the garrison. They said, oh, we got to transport him to the main garrison. So we have to protect him as we transport him to the main garrison. Main garrison then falls under attack by centaurs. Fight off the centaurs. We launch a counterattack. These are all public events, by the way. We launch a counterattack against the centaurs, take over their settlement, then we have to defend the settlement, and so we defend the settlement, and after that we gather enough supplies to take them to this quarry so they can get a uh, catapult set up to defend themselves, then the quarry falls under attack by the centaurs, so we have to protect that, and meanwhile, like, this is a quest chain that is just public events that I've just followed around, and meanwhile I'm completing area experience that's letting me unlock vendors to buy better gear from. Huh. I haven't played Guild Wars in years. <laughs> Surprisingly, too, like, very populated. Like, I was running around with, like, four or five or six people with me. Like, I, I was really surprised with, like, the fact. And they have a great system that says, like, because they have, there's no server. You don't choose, like, your server and you're there. They obviously have multiple server servers and instances where you can switch around to. But there's plenty of times where they'll be like, hey, there's not a lot of population on this server. We'd like to move you to a more populated server. If you do that, 
we will give you a 15 minute buff that gives you 15% more experience overall, plus 5% experience in PvP, and plus 5% experience versus PvE. And I was like, yeah. Okay, that's that's great. Um, so yeah, Guild Wars Two. If you got it, I mean, it's it's good MMO to go back to. It's pretty good. It's been around for a while, and the fact that it's still like around is good. And they got a lot of different stuff for a lot of different people. But I digress there. And the other game that I played a little bit of and I got through because it's early access beta is still in process uh, is Rogue Legacy 2. Ooh. Um, Rogue Legacy 1 was a was one of the few kind of um, one of the few kind of road lights that I actually liked and progressed in. And so they yeah. came out with Rogue Legacy 2 and I was like, yeah, 15 bucks. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> And uh, it's it's fun. I've played through it. Uh, I've probably through like, and I've upgraded to the point where like the demos is like, okay, these perks will release in a few in like the next couple content patches. And I was like, okay, cool. Like I've played through it. I like the way the combat is. The characters feel much different than the original Rogue Legacy. Like an Archmage plays like has a staff and shoots fireballs and shit. A Barbarian has an axe and has a different play around him. And like there's the normal guy just running around with a sword like that the entire time. So, it's different, but it's more the same, and I'm really happy for it. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. That's all I've played. Oh, no, no, you forgot one thing. Oh, yeah. Monaco! Yes! <laughs> I gotta get a button that says Daytona! From, like, Daytona, USA. Um, sloppy! Sloppy. So, so a, very, um, a very contentious Monaco. Uh, not, not, for, not for my racing. Um, but more of the community afterwards and the, the, the great debate on points, um, yeah. obviously, because there's a point structure. Now, if for those of you who aren't in the know, um, and this will actually lovingly lead into Will's what he's been playing. Um, mm -hmm. uh, F1, me and Will are good. What are, what are we now? I'm one point behind you in, yes. the, in the season standings. And though this came down into question because um, I finished last place in Monaco. Now, I pretty much through the race because we when if you watch the practice you see why i threw the race i spent more times in the pits getting my wing repaired than i did actually out on track um hit a lot of walls so it was like let's get some power units let's get some upgraded equipment so that we know we can finish the season and not take any penalties here and then i took a really conservative strategy and just had a nice drive around monaco and that was about it just that was it. Just had a nice cruise around Monaco. Didn't beat the car up too bad, uh, and that was it. Um, came in twenty second. Now Will's race, he also came in twenty second, but mm -hmm. he DNF'd, which you didn't finish the race because you crashed. Get yep, my crashed out near the swimming pool section. Yeah, eight laps from the finish. <laughs> Which I think under F1 rules, like, considers you, like, you'd be eligible for points or whatever. Yeah, there is still, sort of like, a classification after after a certain point if you DNF. Um, now, Michael believes it's 75%, which, if that's the case, 75% would be lap set 59. Right. Out of 78. Which means I would still have been classified as finishing. 
Now, because we we were both showing as twenty second, to me that was a draw, because that's that's originally what we were looking at, weren't we? It's where would we finish in the race? What placings would we finish? Would be who determines the points? Now, Michael comes off and goes, but no, you didn't finish, so I don't agree. My adjudication bit would say no, until we thought about the the seventy five percent part of it which my race here, Monaco, would fall under. So so Monaco is pending pe- pending review right now, essentially. We're, we're pending peer review on Monaco. We have to find out that rule. We actually have to read the F1 rules to figure mm-hmm. out who gets the point. Um, this is this is where I... This is my thinking going forward. Number one, I don't give a crap. Like, mm. it, point or not, like, we both finished 22nd. There's yeah. there's a couple different ways we can also look at this, Is is that... When Will crashed versus when I finished, I was closer to my person than he was. So I was technically a faster car. So I was closer to 21st place than Will was to 21st. So if we need to go down, if this is like a, like, you know, to two teams are tied on points. So we have to go to goal difference to figure out who is quicker. Um, yeah. There's that. The other thing is, and this may be a rule change we have to do either at midpoint or going forward is, is that, and th- I'll, this will leave this up to the community to decide is that placing takes, you know, where you place is, is you get the point unless you crash out at which point is because you crashed. Then if the person then finishes the race, hmm. they get the point because they finished the race versus the person yes. who didn't regardless of the 75% rule yeah. or not. Now, was I racing slightly under the assumption that that may have been the case? Possibly. Doesn't matter. This is for fun. I'm not going to argue semantics with Will over for this. Like, this is fun. <laughs> I, mean, I, I don't mind taking the point away for the draw for me if that, if we want to go that way. I don't mind doing it where if you DNF and you, but you finish your, your finishing place was ahead of you, for example, then I don't mind it counteracting that and voiding it because i didn't finish i crashed out right because in some cases like you'd say like if you dnf'd in 19th and Mm -hmm. i placed 22nd but once again nobody nobody in my monaco crashed yeah so it was like you know i was kind of thinking maybe somebody crashes and they finish in 21 because there was a lot of contact in my monaco holy (laughs) shit there was a lot going on but it didn't so it's it's an it's an interesting predicament. We're basically what I think we should do is just let the community decide, mm-hmm. because me and Will are both too nice to each other to say like, well, I'll just give you the point because this no 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 you can keep the point. We're just too nice with each other, and also this is fun. Like yeah, it, ultimately this is this is whose lines anyway, where the game's made up and the points don't matter. <laughs> it's a very very friendly rivalry. However, coming up in Japan. There was an incident that I've already discussed with uh, James, and we have settled it. Of what's going to happen with this, you're going to have to remind me. But I, but I, I, I am pretty sure I agreed to it, not under duress. But just, just remind yeah. me because Japan is how many races away from me? I'm in Baku this week. Yeah, you're in Baku tomorrow, so it's, it goes Baku, Canada, France, Austria, Britain, Hungary, Belgium. <laughs> Monza, so Italy, Singapore, Sochi, then Japan. So you're 11 races behind. Yeah, so this is a little while from now. But needless yeah. to say, everybody, um, 
Baku is kind of one of the last races that it's very tight on the track and it starts opening up a lot. Um, yeah. So if you want to see J- Jamesy, James, Jamesy, James possibly punting a car come tomorrow because there's a good chance because I was uh, I was light on Monaco. I, I, I obviously took I took it back because I was like, oh, crap, this is Monaco. Now, I've watched Baku. There's actually some wide open track bits in Baku. So the straights get pretty wide. The turning bits get really short in, but there's some like some nice stru- wide straights, which means um which means I'm going to fucking send it. Uh we've got some upgrades and I gave everybody a boring race last week. We're going to give them a race this week. We're going to we're going to we're going to fucking go for it and go for it hard. Um, yeah. So expect punting. Because uh, mm-hmm. I am not nothing but entertaining when we race. Yes, that's what we that's what we like to see, and that's the one thing that's coming up um, with my season. And I can't, I can say there there is some exciting races there. I'm not going to say where we finish. I'm not going to say how they're exciting, whatever that is. But you know, you're going because you're going to have to watch them when they go live. But. Yeah, I'm currently up to Mexico. I need to record Mexico and do Mexico because big things are happening in my season too. So, you know, you have to wait and see. But it's it's a teaser that we release alongside James's races as as we do that weekend. So currently pending points pending, unless you guys say otherwise, and that I'm fine with that. I was I'm perfectly ready to bring it back down. I'm currently leading after the draw in Monaco, five points to four, as we head to Baku. Which so it's close. It's it's close, and I like that. I like the fact that it's close. I like the fact that I'm not running away with it. I like the fact that you're not running away with it. Yeah, it's 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 cl- it's it's a lot closer than I thought it was going to be. Hmm. So so there's that and. Um, also, and I'll interject this here, Extra Life, if we hit $5,000 for our target, James, Chris, and myself will be playing a multiplayer race on F1 2018. Now, obviously, I'll be starting at the back. I will have a 30-second deficit, and I will be in the Williams. James will be in the middle, have a 15-second head start over myself, and a deficit to Chris. It will be in the Renault. Did you say you were going to do? Yeah, I figured that was a nice mid 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 table uh, car. Mm-hmm. And Christy, absolute. I have no idea what's going on here. This is a car. Let's drive it fast. <laughs> we'll be in the Merc, and let's say we'll have the time benefit, where he will go off. Then James and myself. Now, the person with the highest donation, if we pass the five thousand, we'll get to choose what track we run on. So it's up to you. You could have us going through Monaco. It's going to be Monaco. <laughs> They're going to make us which, do Monaco. <laughs> which, no, please, please, I, I beg you, I beseech you, okay? Don't do that to Chris. <laughs> yeah? It's then that I utilize my 30-second uh, head start <laughs> to drive at, like, a reasonable, comfortable pace <laughs> and yes. beat you guys horrendously by just taking my time comfortably. <laughs> That's the thing is that's with Monaco is like what F cars what no, what do they normally get to top speeds of two hundred and like eighteen miles an hour, 
I'm just driving yeah, like a comfortable one... 70. Well, here's the... <laughs> Will, uh, Chris, the average speed at Monaco is 90 miles an hour. <laughs> hey, look, you give me a racing wheel, you put me in first person, I could probably drive it at like 60, 70 comfortably. <laughs> well, I'll have to. Next time you come over, you'll have to try my racing wheel. Yeah. It has force feedback. So, like, when. When you when the tires go, you know the tires go. And when like there have been times and Will has seen it and Stream has seen it where like I've hit the wall and the, the thing went and I have to take my hands off the wheel because the wheel violently turns. It's like okay. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. But, so yes, I'm looking forward to that. I really am. And everything else I have been playing this week. Uh, I have completed games this week. Oh yes. I can't look after this. I've completed Anachronox. Which I give it a solid B minus. Love the dialogue, love the characters, love the settings, hated the final boss. Because the final boss went from quite a reasonable sort of puzzling fights to, okay, what the hell am I doing here? Um, and pretty much it's a case of he surrounds himself by six different types of what they call mistake, six types of magic that he starts firing at you and firing at you and firing at you. And then maybe you get shot, which is, a, which is okay. You know, odds against you, it's six against three, but surely you would have, but unless he uses like slowdown or something on there. Yeah. My, my, my turns were just really, really slow coming in. And then what you have to do is you have to take care of and get rid of each of the mystic that's firing at you and then take their spot in the line in the sort of hexagon doesn't tell you this doesn't tell you this at all so you'll stand there for like you know like i was like other people have just constantly firing your area effect weapons trying to get rid of it and then it comes back and you're like okay what the hell am i doing here what the hell am i supposed to do here until you know till somebody comes and tells you or you what you go how about if I try moving? You take that away. The game is fantastic, and I and I would tell everyone to buy it to, to buy it and play it because it really is that that fun. Just that that took the shine off it. It really did. Uh, also completed Assault Android Cactus, which again another tough boss fight. Which I died at the last section. But I didn't just destroy one one thing. Just just one thing. You do not know how much I raged that one easily. <laughs> um and I eventually got it though, which is good. Also completed Airheart. Again, like the boss. The boss was actually pretty easy on this one. Um it's like a floating satellite thing that's slowly spinning around in an orbit. You don't have to go in depth to where the actual field is of where the boss is, so it's not firing its lasers at you. You can stay just out of reach and just pepper it. Follow it along, pepper it, which is a nice little way of ending. And uh, I also completed the absolute clusterfuck that is Alienation, where you know you're 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 facing aliens again. Another twin stick shooter. You have to go into a mothership, and the way I completed it was jumping into a random person's game and helping them out. Because otherwise, I would have struggled completely. Uh, played a little bit of Super Mario Brothers, 
completed another match of snooker, which was very fun. Which um, very close game, very close game. It was very very nip and tuck for most of it until I pulled out two frame gap and won. And 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 also uh, played a bit of Mech Arena, which was like a real time strategy game, like almost like a base defense one where you have to capture the enemy's base. Uh, a little bit Dawn of War three, but I think it was just boring and dull. And then finally, what we played last night for free play Friday was four guys where Chris got a win. Oh, yeah, I did. Where we the tomato troop. Yes. 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 So it's fun. So I'm taking that as a group win. Thank you very much. <laughs> no, team Tig Whippy for life. Hell and yeah. thank you very much, uh, Robin, again, for joining us. And I think that's what we're playing for this Friday again, aren't we? Probably. Uh, mm. But, 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 before we go, as a pimp out and shout out, I want to show you guys something that I received in the post today that I've forgotten about. And it's it's a thank you to you guys and also help for, again, this year for Extra Life of the charity bit, which you can donate to now. So, uh, one of our team members from last year, J-Dub, he got one of these in the post. We didn't because I didn't choose to get one. Um, but he sent it to me because he thought we'd have a better time with it. So thank you very much, everybody who sees this. But we received an Extra Life medal through the post from J-Dub being a part of our team. And this goes to each and every single one of you. So thank you. You are awesome. So that's my shout out. So you guys got any? Hi, chat. How you doing? Thanks for being here. We really appreciate it. I'm I'm uploading the uh, the Fall Guys video as we speak. I told um. I told uh Brooke. Well, Moon Queen, that we would have this up. Yeah. I can't be pro. It's got to be public as uh, 7 p.m. tonight. Okay. Watch me rage. Despite all my <laughs> rage, I'm still just a bean guy in this fucking game. <laughs> Chris, do you have any shout outs or pimp outs that you need to do or would like to do? Um, shout out to I'm a Samurai for getting me into Valorant. It's pretty fun. So, I think that's it. Is that, are we done? Are we all? Easy we all stream. <laughs> that's so yeah, we'll see you tomorrow. Yes. For racing. For racing. We're going to race. Go uh, race! Gonna race! Oh god, oh my. Alright, I, I think we're reading J-Dub, right? Because he's yeah. doing the thing? Yep, he's doing the racing endurance races from Forza Motorsport 6 for Alzheimer's. Well, luckily I got this ready for us, just in case. <laughs> I'm gonna turn that into a sound clip. 
for those of you who didn't hear that, uh, watch it in post. You'll enjoy that bit. Um, I think it has to be a sound clip. All right, I gotta set up a raid here. Uh, raid J. Not don't spell the name out, James. <laughs> Dot exe forward slash execute forward slash. There we go. Bless you, uh, Doctor Electro. Hi. <laughs> You came in at a interesting time. Uh, we're wrapping, but we're gonna go say hi to J Dub, who's doing a charity stream. So you should definitely watch it because it's important. Because charity. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, apparently the New World beta is still going on. That's a thing. It's actually letting people stream it now. It looks meh. I yeah, it looks pretty meh. It looks pretty meh. Uh, but it is only forty dollars. I don't know. If there's a, is there a subscription fee for that? Probably. Uh, hang on, let me find it now. This is how we're gonna end the show: is me just like sighing, like about to go on another rant about New World. Hi, James. This is, mm-hmm. my name is James. This is my TED Talk. <laughs> TED Talk number three. TED Talk number three. How many TED Talks do you want today? How many TED Talks? That's that's a new one. How many TED Talks can we endure? That's a good question. We're going for the endurance run. This is a survival game. It doesn't say anything about subscription. So who knows? Amazon. Yeah. No, maybe. <laughs> they may know. Yeah. Well, anyways, we're about to go raid. Say hi to J-Dub. Uh, I don't know what to do for a term, but just say raid. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Yeah, but...